106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Good morning, Vietnam! Here's Johnny. He told me, keep your friends close, but your enemies closer. You're gonna need a bigger boat. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. I love you. I know. Say hello to my little friend. Rose, where we're going, we don't need Rose. What? Why me? It's your birthday. <laughs> Weekend. <laughs> Weekend, birthday weekend. Well, it's your birthday weekend, so go ahead and open. No, up. you, no, you open. It. I don't no, open up the show. Shit. It's your birthday weekend. You do it. We gave you kudos last week. Oh, you did. I heard that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, welcome. Well, no, you. I don't like doing that. No, no, no. You do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll just keep that. What's up, everybody? <laughs> uh, today's a. A fun light episode because it's Frank's birthday weekend, right? Yeah. How old are you, turn, Frank? 51? 20, 24, 24. Oh, 24? <laughs> yeah. Why are you laughing, Josh? Uh huh. Are you guys there? Did it yeah. die? No, I'm here. It went super quiet, like my internet died again. But, anyways. I digress. Uh, we're doing intro sequences, and like, I guess our favorite ones, we all picked a couple of them. Mm-hmm. And so uh, I'm going to upload this to our Facebook page and to Patreon. Uh, we're not going to watch every single intro because, for example, Saving Private Ryan is 20 minutes long. But I might just have it playing with like low volume so we can talk about it. Mm-hmm. And then we'll move to the next one. But uh, we're going to start with the probably most iconic one for us nerds. And that is a Star Wars 1977, the hey. opening crawl. What? Yeah, you're, 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 you're screen sharing. Yes, Frank. <laughs> Find hot local singles in your area now. Zoli, what are you looking at? I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, that's my history, man. I got to change that. <laughs> Brazzers. Oh, Zoli. I did not know that. Okay. Brazzers. <laughs> I don't care that trash. Oh, just kidding. Just kidding. I got that Pornhub Premium, sir. Oh, uh oh. I want to borrow your password, so. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're sharing it like we're sharing our Netflix accounts. Okay. Hey, man, nothing <laughs> wrong with that. I mean, I don't know about your search history. I do got to clear it every time I log in, but hey, let's, uh, let's get on with the show. Intro sequences Star Wars 1977, the original opening crawl. have the obviously the 20th century fox yeah, this is original <laughs> josh doesn't like it already i'm what <laughs> oh you see when you see those words it's just like perfect it those hits like, a those are a those dope. are lines to live by and the score the song john williams just did an amazing thing with that
And you have all the, the story getting set for you. I don't know. This one just in particular, it it hits well for us it, nerds. Yeah. yeah. It does fit pretty good. And it, yeah. it's just like it drops you like right in the middle of the battle. Like what's going on? Like it, it, it's giving you like a little like history, history. lesson. Yeah. See, and then you got the Death Star, like <laughs> before this, you didn't know what the Death Star was. It just sounds so ominous and so I love it. Brother Empire Sinister Agent. Mm, okay. Princess Leia. We could have done space balls too, but uh I think the original's <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, once I knew we was going with Star Wars, I was like, "Nope, don't to, don't choose 2001: A Space Odyssey." <laughs> and the thing that I liked about like Rogue One, for instance, is it fucking perfectly fit into what happened mm-hmm. here, and it, uh, it cuts off because it's only a two minute intro. But <laughs> it is the crawl. It is the crawl. Like that. That is iconic. It's legendary. I mean, what other film series has this same freaking intro for every single uh, every single opening sequence? Good point. <sighs> okay, next, of course, is Saving Private Ryan. I'm not going to play all 20 minutes of it because mm-hmm. I don't want to talk for 20 minutes on a bunch of dudes storming a beach, getting shot up. It was last episode. <laughs> Killing Nazis and stuff. Yeah, we talked about the last episode. So <laughs> I didn't uh, realize how deep it was. Like the funeral and then it's been a while since I've seen this movie actually. Yeah, so you have um I think it's Matt Damon's character walking to the, mm-hmm. the site for Tom Hanks's character, Captain Miller, and then it just kind of flashes back and it begins on this wild adventure or journey or whatever you want to call it, but before they can get up, before they can get onto the fucking beach, I'll just fast forward a little to the opening. But see, this is great here when it's handshaking because that goes throughout the entire film. You're like, well, what's a set? What's that significance? And it pops up over and over again. I'm sorry. Every time I see Tom Hanks, I just think of Woody. <laughs> <laughs> Look at him. Look at that big old thing a dip. <laughs> Tell me that's not Woody with a bunch of aliens in the claw machine. (laughs) (laughs) And then everybody gets fucked up here. I'm the chosen one. You know, we are doing Uh, intros. You could throw that one on there, too. The Toy Story intro. Makes you feel loved. Just intense, man. The way yep. the blood hits the camera lens, too. Like, yeah, that was, this was perfectly shot. The cinematography for this mm. opening was just great. Oh, what, did this win, what, did, what did this win on the Oscars? Did it win? I know it probably won Best Picture, you know? Yeah. No, I think it lost, actually. Yeah, that, that was a uh, Shakespeare in Love won Best Picture. Yeah. What the hell? And then there's a scene later where you see the light leaks in the film. 
Um, I'm not going to try and scroll and find it, but it's just, it's interesting to see that and they left it in. They didn't care about it. I'm that guy, Frank, the, uh, the one that's trying to get like <laughs> the stuff okay. up in the water and he drowned. Yeah. That's <laughs> if I was in world war two, I would be that guy. That's to be the most disappointing uh, death ever. Still a hero though. <laughs> and then you have these crazy scenes like this right here. This is a very long intro to be honest. Oh shit. Mm-mm. Reminds me of uh, Forrest Gump. <laughs> but anyways, okay, we got twenty minutes of incredible war scene and gore and perfect, perfect. A guy with a typewriter. And then next, I think uh, I want to ask Frank, what's your opinion on tipping? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you, you mean you don't tip? You don't tip? I tip. I tip a lot. <laughs> you better tip. According to this new movie, this movie we're about to do, you don't tip. <laughs> Next one is oh, Reservoir Dogs, man. He's on the dark side of Frank. He's like, I don't tip. I was like, oh shit. <laughs> I, I, you know, Quentin Tarantino has such good uh, intros to all his movies, though. Like, they have nothing to do with the actual movie in general. But, you know, like, this one, I, had, I know that we were talking about, I told you guys about Pulp Fiction. Mm-hmm. Um, um, what's that other one called? The Death Proof. Now mm-hmm. too. It's just the intros are just, like, nothing to do with the movie, but it makes you intrigued in the movie. Like, yeah. Inglorious Bastards. Inglorious Bastards. What I like about this one is he breaks that 180 rule. Yeah. So that's something that you really don't see in cinema because it kind of throws off the viewer of the film. Mm. But, I mean, he's jumping around. He's letting you know it's a table, and they're all talking, and then they get to the discussion about tipping. But the way that it's shot where he doesn't care about changing angles and confusing the perspective, Mm. I think that's fantastic. It's mastery. And I feel like... It felt like it was kind of like slowed down a little bit too at first. Yeah. I was like, man, this is really moving slower than what I thought. Hey, who's that? It's Quentin. <laughs> I, 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 they're, they're talking about, I, I just got a feeling they're talking about the uh, like a version before they get to the tipping. Yeah. Pick, tick, pick, tick. Look at all that beautiful gold jewelry. Gotta pay attention, man. I've been looking for a chain recently, so I gotta pay attention. Let's <laughs> <laughs> see, how long is this? This is another long intro. It's almost nine minutes. But the uh, the dialogue is this is mwah, great because it's beautiful. just storytelling in the beginning and then <laughs> it's, it's, it's like the chef kiss. <laughs> chef kiss. There's the rat. I was really fucking a criminal in this situation. <laughs> Tim Roth characters are the police officer. He's like, there's the rat. <laughs> I haven't seen this movie in a long time either. I gotta go back on this watch this one again. I forgot the name he's talking about, but it's like an Asian name. He's like Chow something. 
Is that foreshadowing, technically? Mm. I would have to like remember like the context of like the the particular part of that conversation. Yeah, we can't hear it. We could, we always, I can always see it. Yeah, you can't hear it. Yeah. Nah. Oh, well, they're still talking about singing the song, but they haven't even gotten to the tipping part. <laughs> but the philosophy of his argument, I, I can, I can identify with it. You don't tip people at McDonald's. <laughs> Like a table full of criminals, and everybody's offended that this guy doesn't tip. Fucking Pink, you you cut a, a guy ear off later. <laughs> it's not like they're gonna go rob a bank after this or anything. So. <laughs> trying to talk reason to him. Twelve percent for. So Frank, how often do you want your coffee field when you're at your diner? Uh, I do at least two or three times. So you would have tipped for this because he wants six refills of his coffee. <laughs> but I know anyway. why he, ahead, he has this unreasonable sense of service to get a fucking <laughs> tip. It's like six top six fucking cups of coffee. All right, man. Just leave the fucking pot, then. Man, no <laughs> shit, right? Next one we got is the Dark Knight. Ooh. And uh, just gonna roll through all the mm-hmm. opening credits as well. But mm-hmm. your all thoughts on opening sequence for the Dark Knight? Perfect. Love it. Yeah, it's like, do you guys remember the Michael Mann movie Heat? Yes. Very reminiscent of that opening scene. Like, Dorday was very influenced about Heat. I didn't really realize this was a legendary pictures film. Holy shit. So, uh, as you know, and stuff like that, I'm a huge Christopher Nolan fan. Like, these three pictures that he did, but particularly this one. Oh, man, I remember watching that in theater. Like, you just knew he went for something special when this was coming on. And then it's got this giant shot <clears throat> kind of setting the stage for what the hell's going on. You don't really know it yet. You're just like, oh, a building, cool. Something that I always, like, I always kind of laughed about, like, the scene is, like, finna come on, like, after this, when they pick up uh, Heath Ledger's Joker yeah. in the van. I'm like, so does he have, like, the full fucking makeup on, then put on? and nobody notices like the people that pull up yeah because he's sitting right here the mask is in his left hand but he puts it on before he gets in right yeah like they, they pull up and he how do you not on. see his makeup just imagine you just like and you see people in the background like you just walking by you see a fucking guy with a full makeup on just standing down so fuck it just keep walking 
Yeah, well, fuck, it is Gotham City, so you're used to seeing weird shit. Yeah. Fucking billionaire, uh, a bil- billionaires were like fucking murdered in an alley, so, yeah. I mean, there's a guy in a bat suit, so a guy in a clown mask. Yeah. But I like how he strategically takes out each member of the crew by just straight up lying to him. And using greed. <laughs> Because they all figure one less person equals more money for me. Mm-hmm. And they never think, like, they'll be the one to get fucked over, too. Like, I couldn't, like I, was like, I couldn't be a criminal. I would have been like, wait, so we're going to fuck up everybody. And it's just going to be you and me. Come up. All right, now. Nah. Mm-hmm. It's a duffel bag full of grenades. Come on, bro. <laughs> Each one of them had a, a role in the, a role to do. Mm-hmm. So I think this scene right here where he's going down the stairs is all natural light. They didn't really relight things, or Nolan didn't want to relight stuff. I could be wrong. I have to look it up and stuff like that. But I believe, like, that character right there, the one that tells him it's a mob, I believe that's, like, Angelis. Is that... Uh, hold on, let me look that up. Because I don't want to, like, give, like, any, like, wrong information up. We can just run a redaction, sir. Yeah, but it's like one of those things. Like, it, it, it'll be like such a big fuck up. People just like turn it off. <laughs> they was like, "You said he he was related to this superstar. He isn't." We, we pride ourselves on the proper information. So, yeah. So, it, like as I was saying, I was like, you know what? I could just like fucking like guarantee this before I like randomly throw this out there. He's out, right? Yeah, sure. And then clink. <laughs> so the Joker can't count. We established that. <laughs> I like how this is all done in under five minutes, and it still gets my palms a little sweaty with all the shit going on. It's very efficient. Oh, wait, not me too. Okay, well, never mind. I was going to say something and I would have been wrong. So, and I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, never mind. Do <laughs> your research, kids. <laughs> Preferably before you open your fucking mouth, but, you know, never too late. <laughs> it's always good to catch yourself before. <laughs> Look how there's no damage on the bus. <laughs> what happened to that guy? Shut up. <laughs> and then uh, that's Joker. Next, we got Raiders of the Lost Ark, which I think it was uh, an anniversary this past week for Raiders. Yeah, I like Jim something. So I wanted to bring it in too. And this one's almost a 10 minute intro too, but mm-hmm. I mean, it establishes a little bit of mystery and. They're in a jungle, and you see some mountains, and then the iconic hat just kind of pops up. The iconic ball. This is going to sound weird, but I hopefully y'all just go with me on this stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's see. 
Harrison Ford is so fucking badass in this. He's just he just owns this role, and he's he just oozes pure charisma and like sexiness and stuff like that. Like it's just some people. Just sometimes some people, man or women, they just oozes that like it's gay not to admit it. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> but no one's denying it. But I get where you. I agree with it because. Like later on, we see this guy's back is full of fucking tarantulas, and he's like, "Oh, it's cool here. Let me brush him off on that whip." Blah 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 blah, and they all fall off. The guy's freaking out. But then later, you figure out he's like, "Oh, I'm fucking terrified of snakes." And then the pet snake in the airplane, he's like, oh, "Get it away!" <laughs> I hate snakes. <laughs> but and he does not. Uh huh. He's really smart about shit too, because he thinks about all the booby traps and crap like that, and he stops the guy from getting impaled. Which you know later on it doesn't matter because he still gets impaled. But mm. but I was like, just to re- like re- look, add some more context to what I'm saying. So if Harrison Ford, this Harrison Ford fucking shows up sweaty, what the hat, what the whoop, he's taking your girl from you. I don't care. <laughs> Anybody else? Yeah, that's what I'm going with this. I know you was like interested. Yeah, that's what I'm going with this. You could be out with your girl. He, that Harrison Ford showed up. She's leaving with him. Let me fast forward to. I like how you got the future uh, uh, Alfonso Molo. They, they will pay Doc Ock as just like a regular guy in this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, everybody got to start somewhere. Fast forward. How do you miss the giant ball you're going to walk under? Fuck that. Mm-mm. Oh, hell no, dude. It's like you going into a fucking tomb looking for something. Why would you think about double-crossing somebody? <laughs> That's the last thing. I'm, I'm, I want to help you. I want to get paid, and I want to get out of this situation. That's a pretty good booby trap. It's just light. (laughs) The music they layer behind this, too, is just like, it's ominous enough to keep Mm -hmm. you interested and then everything going on. It's just like, you know, especially like back then and stuff, you have no idea who the fuck Indiana Jones is. Like, you just see some fucking, like, white man in a foreign place about to steal some shit. You're just like, oh, seen this story before. <laughs> man, he is trying to put it in a museum. He's not trying to steal it, Josh. <laughs> 
Okay, yeah, he does it for the culture. I got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's to preserve and educate. Okay. He's a doctor. When he's running back after getting the icon, how does he not get hit by any of those things? Movie magic. Like this, I understand he's walking slowly, all that. You see all the little holes to get the darts out. But then when he's like having the oh shit moment, it's like, oh, I'm going to make it. I'm not going to get hit by anything. I just want to know the person that like design is. Yeah, right. That's so fucking iconic right there. Mm-hmm. And then his finger's like, oh. I just want to put this out there, too. He couldn't bamboozle an ancient civilization to get the little icon. <laughs> Listen, they was up on this shit. <laughs> oh, I got it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Run away <laughs> without getting hit by any of the little daggers. <laughs> I love how the person that made it had a fucking fail safe. They was like, if they do get here, yeah. they shouldn't. <laughs> but if they do get here. I never see this fucking big ass boulder coming. <laughs> never. Even though we walked directly underneath it. <laughs> nah. He jumps with like a full eight feet without even a running start. Hey Harrison Ford. <laughs> oh, okay. My bad. Let me just grab this little root right here. Oh, no, I'm going to die. I still say you shouldn't like double cross somebody when you're in a fucking like booby trap place. At least wait till you cross that, then push them down. <laughs> oh, until you get outside and like have somebody with a gun waiting out there. <laughs> so long. And then you can be like, so long, Dr. Jones. Yeah, right. Beautiful makeup. Yeah, just like Beautiful see. Makeup. Fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't he just wait? That's still my favorite part of the Indiana Jones ride. <laughs> and he's... <laughs> Next iconic one we got is uh, Pulp Fiction. I think... Oof. Pretty much from all three of us. Mm-hmm. I yeah. love it right here. The dialogue for that one. The, early, the, the dialogue made no sense to the movie. Yeah. Well, you know, it's in the diner, like before, like they rob it. But I, I agree, like it really doesn't really add into it. It's just something that brings you into the movie. Mm-hmm. I actually saw this the other day. How often do you guys watch Pulp Fiction a year? Uh, about three times. 
four pimps. Yeah, that that, that yeah, that, that seems about right. Like, is he like I'm either like thinking about it, but like you know, let me look up some clips about Pulp Fiction or just like it's on TV. <laughs> And then I get like real excited when it's on again. I'm like, oh, Pulp Fiction's on. So did they share the one plate of breakfast or did they both have their own breakfast? I don't know. I, I, I like to think like he finished hers and he took his because fuck that. Fuck them being all happy and then love sharing one plate. Fuck that. Did we notice with Quentin movies, there's always something to do with coffee. Yeah. Like this one and uh, what do you call that? Kill Bill when she's making coffee for, or when they, after they fight or whatever. Mm-hmm. The hateful eight. Yeah, hateful yeah. eight. Just the coffee. Yeah, something always with coffee. And there's those red apple cigarettes. Those little things you have to look. Little things he he does. Which is like, well, what does he say? <laughs> I always thought Robbie and Danny Diner would be funny. Fun with Rick and Jane? Ever seen that one? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Try to Robbie and there's like nothing but credit card receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, now it'd be dumb to rob a diner because almost everybody pays with card or card, yeah. whatever. So you got to go for the bank. Yeah, you have to. And then technically this is the end of the movie, right? Yeah, technically, yeah. That's right. I like that. She's like, I bet you can really cut down on the hero factor in a place like this. I was like, you scheming bitch. (laughs) (laughs) We got to get a day job? What? (laughs) What? I like how she corrects them. Garcon means boy. <laughs> Back where you could smoke in the restaurant. Oh, yeah. You can smoke in other restaurants too now. I think in Houston, I, you could smoke. Just, I thought it was in bars you could as long as it's outdoors. No, I know when I lived in Houston, they put us in the smoking session. Sections. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. That's Josh. He lives there. Josh, can you smoke in a restaurant in Houston? Uh, man, I was like, with COVID and stuff like that, I forgot so much. <laughs> like, being completely honest and stuff like that. I remember, like, you, I know, I remember, like, you used to, but like, I don't think that's been, like, really a thing for a while. Josh is one of those has to rediscover fire after the COVID <laughs> restrictions got lifted. <laughs> you mean after the big freeze? The big freeze over there and all that. <laughs> Texas, baby. And then there you go. Down on the fucking ground. Hold up. Dude, she's she's a little too angry. Yeah, man. She's, she's with the shit. She's like, I want. Oh, I need a partner like that. That's all supportive like that. Like she jumps in it. <laughs> and you fucking pigs move, and I'll fuck you up. Execute every last one of you. And then you got the music. I like. I, 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 like, I bet Tim Robbins on the background. Like, yo, what the fuck? 
And they got that surfer music and stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then it cuts to the uh, them in the car. <laughs> Come on. Talking about Vince's Amsterdam trip. Hey, fuck it, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> A royale with cheese. <laughs> That's me. Anytime I hear somebody talk about Vegas, I was like, "Fuck it, I'm going." I'm, I'm... <laughs> Have yet to go, but I'm going. I swear. The beautifully clean car before they blow somebody's head off. You give. Samurai Jack feel a more some respect. <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough Pulp Fiction. We got the Big Lebowski next. I know you guys can't hear it, but all the volume is all the way up on these things, and my headphones are kicking my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there it is. Trying to remember, like the opening of the big Lebowski. The narration. Okay. This is the Coen Brothers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was, uh, I was a little for uh, their int- uh, for uh, raising Arizona. Mm. This movie doesn't get as much love as it should. I don't think. I think it's a very underappreciated movie. Oh. Because I even tried watching it the other night, and Rebecca was like, "Eh." I was like, what the fuck you mean? Eh? <laughs> She's like, put on no country for old man. Philip Seymour Hoffman's in this movie. She takes a nap and wake me up when four goes on. <laughs> Paul and brothers aren't for everybody, though. I guess this is true. The way they direct is not really for me, a lot of people. Who, who makes, uh, who did the There Will Be Blood? Is that the uh, Paul too? Nah, that was Paul Thomas Anderson. Yeah, that movie was probably up there with them. Mm-hmm. Like, that one doesn't get as much love as it's just that shit should get too. That and No Country for uh, Old Man. Same. Daniel Day Lewis doesn't get as much love as he should. Oh, Daniel Day Lewis is amazing. He's the goat. Mm-hmm. Although I don't believe that a tumbleweed made it all through Los Angeles, <laughs> all the way to the beach. Hey man, it wants to go commit suicide. It wants to go draw itself. <laughs> it came all the way from El Paso, baby. No, oh, stop. Oh, uh, yeah, huh? <laughs> That's all we have over here timberweeds and desert. And then here's a scene of Frank going grocery shopping. So fucking yeah, yeah. embarrassed when I heard that shit. Dude. Honestly, that's me on Sunday mornings at fucking Albertsons. <laughs> Same rope, same flip flops, <laughs> same sunglasses, all of it. My flip flops are Adidas, so uh, that's the only thing I changed, but everything else is pretty good. <laughs> Not a care in the world looking to fuck. It's the dude, man. Fucking iconic. I want to be the dude for Halloween. I will be the dude for Halloween this year. I gotta get the wig, though. I got a blonde wig. Yeah? Yeah. Don't ask why, but I got a blonde wig. I don't know. I don't know what your night job is, sir. 
<laughs> oh, what he's paying me the check? Yeah, I was like, that's giving me fucking flat for fucking PTSD and stuff like that. Like a few months ago, I was in the store, some older woman in front of me was paying with a check. I was like, oh, fucking come on. <laughs> These apartments look like every single apartment in any <laughs> film in the early 90s. Right here. Yep. And that's it really, <laughs> it really ties the room together. <laughs> hey, was that Bert Simpson? Oh, it's part of my what I listen to when I'm editing. Okay. Next, uh, Scarface. Ooh. Turn this damn volume down though before I get my ass chewed. Oh no, there's nothing with it. It just has like the history of like Cuba. Look at that. I'm actually watching old that. vintage yeah. intro for Universal. And this music behind everything is just so ominous. This movie doesn't get as much love as it should either. A lot of these older movies don't get as much love. A lot of people miss the point of it. Like they just they idolize him. This is not some under the fucking idolize. Mm-hmm. What's that? What's that movie with? Um, what's he snipes? New Jack City. Mm-hmm. It's like That's the. It. It's like the. I don't want to be. You know what I'm getting at. <laughs> he wants me to say it. <laughs> yeah, you say it, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot it. No, no, stop. It's like it's like Scarface, but in an alternate. A more well, they're both urban, but front. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> feel like a damn pun now. I like that. This this really sets the whole tone for the entire movie, mm-hmm. especially the way it opens up with just them at the uh, at the camp. I guess. No, it opens up with a uh, with uh, him in interrogation. Yeah, yeah, yeah there you go at immigration. <laughs> And it's like Fidel Castro sent. <laughs> he sent a wave of criminals. How'd you get that scar, man? From eating pussy? How the fuck did you get that scar from eating pussy? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I want to say this is one of the movies I watched with my dad when I shouldn't have been watching it. Uh, yeah. He's just like, sit on, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure I saw this when I was way too young and shouldn't have been learning any other words in this movie. You're going to need a bigger boat. Yo, uh, F. Marie Abraham actually went to El Paso High. Oh. Amadeus? Well, that's not Amadeus, but he was in Amadeus. (laughs) (laughs) El Paso High is our haunted uh, high school, Josh. Supposedly. Allegedly. They just leave the doors open and a bunch of wind flies through. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Did you yeah, go to El Paso High? Nah. Nah. I'm a West Side. Rich. Yeah, he went to the rich, rich white school. Where did you go, Josh? You went to Fur. I remember I saw his high school in a documentary about gangs. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I can't lie about that. 
What the well, fuck? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I heard it was bad. Like before, like my, uh, like the principal got there and stuff like that. Yeah, that's like she. She was very like she was very proud of that. She was like, yeah, I wore a leather jacket. I stopped the gangs and stuff. <laughs> and then like when when I got there, like it had calmed down. But like you, you guys remember uh, how they used to have like the the, uh, the telephones like where you can call like. Oh yeah. Yeah. They had that, but the phone was missing. So it was just like the outline of the phone. I was like, when I, my mom was dropping up, I was like, where the fuck are you taking me? <laughs> this is like 2007. So, you know, like they were getting rid of all like the phones and stuff like that by then. But oh, yeah, yeah. They, they had the phone there, but it just didn't have like the, uh, the receiver part. I was like, what the fuck is this? Dude, there was a payphone at a, I used to go to those uh, is it, catechism yeah. classes. Yeah, there was a payphone at the end of, the street where 7-Eleven was up until like, I want to say like 2005 probably, but that's the one that I always call my mom collect when she <laughs> wasn't here to pick me up. And then I would just say, it's Chris, I'm here, I'm ready, pick me up. And then I would just let it go. And then she would decline the call and then she'd come get me. <laughs> i show you how younger, I, I completely forgot the, the, the term payphone. I was like, you know, the fucking phones they used to have. <laughs> Yes, it was a it, it was a payphone, but the 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 receiving part of the phone was just like ripped off. I was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" Then that happened. I was like, "I was like, where are you taking me? You you literally gonna you're gonna leave me here?" That's a good segue into our next uh, movie intro. What is that? Scream. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, this is part one of three, so I'm not sure if. It's going to show everything. It's the introduction to uh, Ghostface. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, and I love how they got a big store because nobody was expecting that to happen to Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore, right? Was she, was she, at, a, was she at a peak performance during this scene? Or uh, a peak stardom? In 96? I don't think so. No. Yeah, it's, it's like we knew who, like, who she was and stuff like this. So I think like that was what happened to it made it so like surprising. I'm, people probably didn't even fucking know she was going to be in it. And uh, what was that? I remember uh, like MTV had like the stream TV show and it came on. I forgot the actress name, but you know, she's, she's pretty, you know, popular and stuff like that. And it reenacted like this scene in the TV show. Talking about Carmen Electra's uh scary movie. Oh yeah, that's a scary movie, that's right. Mm-hmm. I would think, you know, somebody talking to you on the phone in a creepy ass voice would raise some concern. Hey man, they they probably live in a little small town. They're bored. She's just she's just trying to see like who it is. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think it was like a uh, Bella Thorne. That's who it was on the TV show. I 
nothing. You know, talking about scary movies and come on, man. Come on, Drew Barrymore. <laughs> I know this is not a point like of and stuff, but it's a that's a big ass house. Are we getting a whole fucking outline of this damn house and stuff. This damn house looks fucking amazing. White people, Josh. Look at that set of encyclopedias. Two sets of encyclopedias. <laughs> <laughs> well, like after the girls had killed, he's just like, damn, this house is nice. <laughs> Well, maybe I fucked up. I could have dated her. Mm. You know, since I killed her boyfriend. <laughs> you are single. <laughs> <laughs> it's too late. She about bring up popcorn. Is it uh, what's his name? It's Shaggy and. Uh... Wasn't he the killer or something? I don't know, Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard, yeah. Mm-hmm. Shaggy. <laughs> Shaggy. <laughs> the guy's like, you do, he's just like, you do two, the guy, Matthew Lillard, you do two movies with a fucking talking dog and they'll never let you forget about it. <laughs> Damn, why I gotta be so violent? He called it this, movie's actually, this movie's actually coming back. <laughs> I love now she's getting scared. Not like a creepy voice is talking to her. Now she's getting scared. Oh no, what do I do? So the, the, the fourth one is coming out. Yeah. And I was like, I can't wait to go see that. See a little bit of Drew Barrymore's tramp stamp right there? I really can't get over how fucking big this damn house is. She, this, this yeah, is like, right. this is like at least the damn third door she has locked. <laughs> Why didn't she just go lock herself in somewhere and call the cops? Like at I this think, point, she's crying instead of calling the cops. I, the movie was actually like you know pretty smart because like you had Jamie Kennedy character like you know telling them giving them the rules for, like horror movies but m- most horror movies have something they call like the dumb stick like yeah. uh, uh, the characters get hit by the like if they all act smart it'll be over in like 10 minutes <laughs> <laughs> or it, it, it's like the idiot stick or something like that yeah oh shit that was loud oh yeah this is this is like a title sequence. That's what I thought we were doing. It's just Mia Farrow doing a lullaby. <laughs> Pink letters, like it's over New York. I think like at that building where they live in, that might have been the building like uh, John Lennon was uh, assassinated in. Like it's has a fucked up history. And yeah. it's yeah, it's her humming. And ha- have you guys ever seen Rosemary Baby? No. Oh, I actually man. watched it uh, last... Rebecca's last semester at UTEP, we watched it together because she had to do uh-huh. a project for it. Uh-huh. I had never seen it, man. What were your thoughts about it? That's what I want to know. I liked it. It was different, and uh-huh. it was almost creepy in a way. Like, yes. And I like creepy movies, and mm-hmm. this one it was just like a different kind of creepy. Like, I didn't, I wasn't comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> Easily one of my favorite horror movies. Frank, you should definitely watch it. Yeah. I was, I was like, uh, we'll definitely have to put on like a Halloween list and stuff. Oh like yeah, that. like you should check it out and stuff like that, like easily. So it, it's super creepy, man. Like mm-hmm. just the way it all plays out, it's yeah, yeah. You gotta watch it. Gotta watch. Do it. you know anything about it, Frank? No. 
So it's, it's basically about a woman, her and her actor husband, they moved into a place, Abe friend, like an older couple, and they're trying to have a baby. And basically the husband makes a deal with this older couple, they're part of a cult, to have her get pregnant by the devil and to have the devil's baby. And she has no idea what's going mm-hmm. on. So in her, like, in her head, like, she knows people are trying to take the, she thinks people are trying to take the baby and stuff like that. And in reality, they're trying to help, like, the baby be born. Okay. Well, definitely got to check it out. Then. Yeah. Is it based off on any books or anything like that? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's a book. I, I, I will admit, it's directed by Roman Polanski. Huge piece of shit. Mm-hmm. That's something that you always got to do and stuff like that. Huge, huge piece of shit for what he did. Well, I, was, I, I do like this movie. And, you know, I should be able to enjoy it and stuff like that. But I'm like, fuck him. And next, uh, we got another one of Josh's picks. Raging Pool. Ooh. That's that Toxic Masculinity before that was even a term. <laughs> Skip to the the actual sequence instead of all this damn opening credit. (laughs) Sorry, Marty. I love the music. And then, uh, like, I'm pretty sure, like, that's a that's a completely fake ring. No fucking ring is like this. Yeah. Right. (laughs) <laughs> but I love like it's him cause that's basically that's basically how the movie is and stuff. it's him against himself like he's completely jealous he's an animal like people said and stuff like that he's violent he's super insecure like he's just like he thinks his wife is cheating on him and stuff like that like she should she should have never fucking got with him but she didn't know any better cause she was like fucking 15 which is a whole weird thing that the movie never touches on. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's just basically one man just against himself and stuff like that. And that's why I love, like, I was like, ooh, when we was doing, like, title singles, I was like, yeah, it definitely has to be Raging Bull. And you also have this beautiful uh, music behind it. Mm-hmm. He's he's getting ready for battle, but that's what I love. Like it's just like him. That's that's the battle he can never win. Is he with himself? You should have spoken to Zack Snyder because this is all slow motion, man. <laughs> <laughs> but this is actually done very well. <laughs> it is. It is. I think it's a good foreshadowing for the entire film too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I completely agree about that. Damn, 1980. Josh, you picked some good ones, man. <laughs> Thank you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> so the next one we got. Is um, I actually wanted to pick it for I wanted to do some one shots with you guys, mm-hmm. and just talk about really good 
one shot sequences or a lot of one shot in movies and just how they a lot of the tricks and crap that they do but uh children of men has one of the greatest several yes. of the greatest one shots yes that's one of my favorite sci-fi films okay universal we get it you made the movie <laughs> Film from 2006, just under two hours. To me, every year it gets scarier. I was like, it becomes a horror movie. A little dog. I like how they're all like distraught and stuff like that. And Bosnovan, he he doesn't fucking care. He's just like, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I'm here for my coffee and my uh, bun. He's just like, baby Diego was a wanker. <laughs> Did you ever watch a, I think it's called Shoot 'Em Up with Clyde Bowen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> with a carrot That's, and stuff. Hell yeah. <laughs> That's actually a good movie. <clears throat> I think that's like a typical guy movie. That would be weird, like, like you know, it hasn't been a baby born in, like, you know, all that many years. And, like, I, I love about, like, the film uh, analysis that this movie, because if you look in the background, the background tells you everything that's going on. Mm-hmm. And again, this is another good long one shot. Yeah. And you are not expecting this to happen. Hell no. My coffee. I'm like some that like save shit. Like very saving Private Ryan ish. At the end there. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> but yeah, I wanted to use uh, Children of Men for some one shot stuff, and because mm-hmm. I, I don't know why something popped up on my uh, YouTube feed the other day, and I was like. Let me watch this. And it just talk about one shots in movies and how they're used so well. And like one was the scene in the van and they're trying to break down the cuts from when they finally exit the van and all that crap. And the, the whole rig that they used is that looks freaking awesome. And the way the seats uh, recline all the way so the camera can move and mm-hmm. very, very interesting. But Chosen uh, Man is fucking yeah, amazing. Yeah. Yeah. It's about that car scene. Yeah. Yeah. I think they had to like cut road. off. Yeah. They had to like cut off the top of it and stuff. Oh, dude, the rig is like the driver's on top. The camera also is in the cab, but it's on mm. this little arm thing that just rotates. Yeah. All the seats drop all the way down. So the actors were just kind of like going all the way back when the camera would go over them so the camera could move around them. And then they kept all the blood and stuff that hit the lens just to make it a little more interesting and get you immersed in the scene. And it was, it was pretty cool. That's one of my favorite uh Cinematographer is Emmanuel uh, Lubeckity, mm-hmm. like Chivo, the goat. Yeah. Yes. Tell me, Frank. I know a little Spanish. Put some respect on me. <laughs> I think Josh ready for a trip to El Paso. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Next one we got is Midsummer. Another fantastic pick from <laughs> a movie that people either really like or really hate. <laughs> They're like, Midsummer, what the fuck was that? I'm like, I don't know, but I liked it. 
It's something was that movie I, I watched like with my sister while she was like pregnant with my niece, and like I like several times throughout the movie I was looking at it, I was like yo are you okay like thinking like this is gonna like cause <laughs> some type of effect. She's like yeah I'm fine I'm fine. <laughs> little uh, epileptic seizure going on. I just love when it gets to like her scream. It's just like, ah, 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 then the music plays over it. This layering is great. Oh, man. Think about Hereditary and Midsummer back to back. <laughs> That's how you start off a film career. <laughs> <clears throat> I think like the next movie R is going to do is like a movie with Joaquin Phoenix and we have no idea what it is but we're all patiently waiting for it hell yeah and I, like something most people don't know Midsummer is also like a breakup movie like these people should have been broken up <laughs> <laughs> Like, the guy, he is just, like, very, like, passively, like, he's he's very repressed in relationship. He's just there holding on. She's trying to make it work. And then at the end, like, they get forcefully set free. <laughs> I'm like, and all it took was a cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the screaming's coming. I know it. <laughs> I have this turn way, way down. Uh, I was like, the, the scream is coming. It's like, uh, uh. And then it's cold. The snow's falling. Like, Yeah. I can tell the screaming's on there now. And the music's playing. It's just ugly crying, man. Like, yeah. <laughs> He, you can see it on his face. He's like, fuck, how do I get out of this now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like, I should have broke up with her months ago, but can't do it now. <laughs> and for the long haul now, sir. He was a bit of a dick, though. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking about like the whole movie. I was like, yeah, he, he was a bit of a dick. He just he deserved <laughs> to end up in the bear costume. <laughs> <laughs> well, not the bear costume, inside of the bear. I was gonna say. <laughs> it's a weird fucking bear, yeah. See, I really hope when I put this out that the damn screen recording includes the audio. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we're gonna look like a bunch of total nerds. <laughs> it's different than it's pretty cool that you do it like this. I don't think I got to finish it because, you know, Rebecca's afraid of stuff, but... Mm-hmm. but what is this? <laughs> Midsummer, right? Yeah, it's a Midsummer. Yeah, I've never seen that one. Oh, really? I, it, Ooh, it's, Frank. It, it's, it's on prom. Like I said, that's one of the movies, like, some people, like, they either like it or, like, they fucking I, uh, hate it. They be yeah, like, oh, stuff, no. Right. What's that? They just... Uh, that's, that's, that has to be Barry. Oh, this yep. is just another ad that I clicked on. <laughs> yeah, oh. that's, that's Barry, yeah. <clears throat> nice. But anyway, you guys got any more to add that Maybe we missed or 
What I'm makes a, a good? What do you think makes a good intro? Ooh, I that's think there's several things this. involved. Because I, I think like a lot of the ones that we watch, there's a lot of layering with the background audio, the camera movement, um, and in some instances, like the the banter going on between the the characters. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, like for um. What's it called? With Clive Owen. It's telling you what's going on in the world without really explaining it to you. Like, you just get bits and pieces of it, but you can put it together yourself. And then she walks out of the coffee shop without an arm. So it's a little chaotic, too. Like, I, I like that the chaoticness to it and, and all that. To me, I would have to say it's the full confidence in your craft. Like, all of these things are, like, people at the top of the game. Like, you can watch any of the ones that we picked, and you know you finna see a fucking good-ass movie. Mm-hmm. Notice Avengers is nowhere in here. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, I-, I was thinking about that, too. I was like, what, 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 what makes it? Is it, like, the coloring? Is it the title? And so it's just, it's that, it's like, it's that confidence that just... From the fucking jump, like Goodfellas is another one. Uh, do the right thing, when you, and you just have Rosalia or, or Perez just dancing to a public enemy fight the power, but you know you're gonna see something amazing. We didn't talk about 007 too much. A lot of their intros, ooh, ooh, are yeah. Long uh, and... I liked the uh, Skyfall. Because I know, like, I want to say it was probably, I don't think it was Goldeneye, but one of the uh, one of the opening sequences is like, dude, this is taking for fucking ever. Like, I get it, it's James Bond, but hurry up. Mm-hmm. This one. See, the music in this plays, too, because it's kind of like it's telling you something's going on. The lighting is there, too. It's just his eyes. Oh, goodness. Oh, yeah. Are we getting a black James Bond or a female James Bond for the next one? Well, in no time to die and stuff like that, from what I know and stuff, he's kind of like retired, and it's a it's a it's a it's a black woman. She kind of has like the monitor for like a little bit. It might be like a little like misdirection, and people gave her shit for it. I was like, how the fuck you don't give her shit for like some shit that was written? It ain't like she just showed up on set and be like, I'm fucking James Bond. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, for us, the next actor, so I, um, I would have loved for it to be Irish era, but we're, like we're we're past it. I thought like he would have been a fantastic choice. Because I kept reading on it, uh, I guess last year pre-COVID, and I, yeah, last I heard, Idris Elba was like the top yeah. one in the running, and then it just kind of dropped off. Yeah, that, that, that's been a rumor for like damn near ten years, little little less than that. 
I think he'd be fantastic, though. Yeah. I was like, but, you know, he, he he's a little bit older now. And, yeah, I think, like, yeah. And then, uh, I, I don't really know about now, but I remember a couple of years ago, like, Tom Hardy was in the running, like, maybe by Christopher Nolan. Because uh, Christopher Nolan was very influenced by James Bond. Like, uh, Dark Knight, uh, Roth was a great also in, uh, intro. Like when yeah. he clears the plane, very James Bond-ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, Michael Fassbender, I've heard his name thrown out, but like, you know, it, it's been quite a few years. See, why the police got to get involved? Now they just... <laughs> More damage. They don't need it. Leave, leave the guys alone. <laughs> And it's just, I'm trying to think of something else. Uh, it's a movie, was it 2015? It's a foreign film, it's Spain, called Victoria. It's shot, it's all, it, it's just one take, the whole movie. And it's about like a woman, she gets involved with these people that com- uh, commit like a bank robbery. And it comes on, like in the club. Yeah, that's Victoria. That, and yeah, that opening scene, I love that. Yeah, that's the opening scene. <laughs> oh, it is? Okay. Let me see if I can just find the... Uh... So is it Victorian? Yeah, it's just Victorian. Victorian openings. DJ Coe's? Mm-hmm. It's like Burn or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Like that. Monkey Boy. What the? So it's German then, right? I guess I can't remember. I was like, maybe the actress is like from Spain, but it might be German. It starts at 108. I'll just click it. Yeah, it's a German film. Epilepsy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so the uh, the actor, she's from Spain, but uh, yeah, the movie's uh, German. Josh, I'm going to have to put a fucking disclaimer at the beginning of this. What? Her oh. epileptic seizure. <laughs> Are they, so it's following a girl then, right? Mm. I think that's what's going. No, it's like it's in the club. It, it, it's gonna like go on to her. Like right now, it's just showing like people just dancing, and then like it's it's, it's not really identity, but like it's it's gonna like oh, go okay. on to her. Yeah, I thought it was following a girl with that short hair. Yeah, it, it's her right here. That's how Frank was yesterday at the at the club. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was like Friday. He takes me somewhere. He he showed me a drink, and I was like Hennessy and Coke, and he was like, "Nah, they ran out of Hennessy." I was like, "What the fuck are you?" (laughs) (laughs) Like that ain't no shit. But boy, just like typically ran out. Either they don't have the shit, or it's there. 
I've seen bars run out of shit pretty early in the night sometimes, man. If I'm at a bar and they told me they ran out of Hennessy, I'm leaving because some shit's going to pop off. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't seen one freaking cut at all. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) I was like, that's like the whole mood. And I I guess some people it can feel like a gimmick too. I was like, the. I remember the movies, like, you know, not being bad or anything, but it was like, all right. But, yeah, like, that was the whole, like, point of it and stuff like that, that it was all shot in one take. By the way. You have anyone, Frank? Like, any more? Uh... No, not that you could. Well, I mean, like I said, there's a lot of you could go through, but yeah, I mean, for what the purpose of um, like the purpose of the movies, the Jackass intros are pretty funny. <laughs> oh, I forgot about all those, man. Yeah, those are pretty. For the purpose of those movies, those were pretty well put together. Which one was your favorite of the three? Uh, I like the first one with the bulls. <laughs> oh, that's no, the second one, right? The first one was the one with the with the big old shopping cart. Yeah, and no, 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 because the second one was the Bulls, wasn't it? I know Jackass 3 is the one with the rainbow when they're all doing the slow. Yeah, that's all the 3D shit. Oh, you're right. It's the big card for the first one. I like the one with the Bulls. That's number two. I'm going to have to go watch Jackass now. But this was a good intro too. You had the epic music, the smoke, and then just like, everybody just fucked up by bulls. <laughs> <laughs> and they're coming out with four pretty soon, right? Yeah, with no Bam. Yeah. Bam, yeah, Bam got his own shit. He got to get <laughs> no Bam, no Ryan Dunn. Yeah, it's like well, Bam has Bam has his own deal, demons he's dealing with. Yeah, for yeah. real. I don't know how it's going to be. I mean, what more can they do to themselves? I don't want to see old people get hurt, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that, that, that's a fear a lot of people have. They was just like, yeah, they're going to realize 40-year-old bones don't heal quite as 20-year-old bones. Yeah. Dude, well, Steve was talking about it on his podcast that he, he broke his collarbone, he broke a rib. He was, like, out for six months just because he got so fucked up from the stunts. And he said the same thing. He's like, my 40-year-old bones, like... And I'm a baby, so I can only imagine how Knoxville and everybody else are because they're older than me and we're all trying to do the same shit and we can't keep up anymore. And then I know they brought on, uh, I think, a couple of newbies, like three or four newbies for number four, but I'm excited, man. Yeah. (laughs) I love like that guy. For the blood blood sacrifice scene. No, let me stop. This is oh, welcome to Jackass. These are our blood boys. <laughs> They're blood bags, okay? Oh yeah, blood bags. <laughs> and I'm sorry about the stupidity from <laughs> this whole thing. The bull—you could seriously die, man. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> and that, what I love about Jackass and stuff like that—they never realized how dumb we would be till they were doing it. <laughs> Yeah. 
Calculated risk. Calculated risk. <laughs> <laughs> that's a baby cow. That's that's unfair. God, about how fucking stupid these movies were. Yes. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anxiety, anxiety, anxiety. Ouch. <laughs> I'm still excited for number four. I don't care. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I, I was like, I, I was like, oh, I can't find. I was, I was like, I forgot how stupid these movies are, but I didn't look away. <laughs> And then, like, I, it was like last week. I looked up the clip where he fought Butterball or Butterbean. Oh, Butterbean got fucked up, dude. He was snoring. <laughs> he, he was when the, snoring. When the paramedics is chucking on, he was like, "Is Butterbean okay?" <laughs> uh, but anyways, guys, that's our show this week. Uh, thanks for hopefully being able to listen to what the hell we're watching too, not just seeing a, a muted screen um but check us out everywhere podcasts are available give us a rating on itunes um anything else you guys want to add before we we say bye-bye um, i guess uh, now yeah. on those i'll get on those movies <laughs> I, I would say watch in the heights that movie had a lot of fucking energy <laughs> yeah yeah i heard about that <laughs>